All right, so so as you can see, we're gonna um, uh, do a little remix of the Faith Sounds teaching that we, I don't know when we did it, but we did it. <laughs> we did it uh, sometime last year, I believe. All right, let's go, let's go into, uh, again, uh, Romans 3, but, but, we, but we can go through it because as we talk about in discipleship class, um, in living faith. So just to, you know, remember we said some of these principles you want to have inside you because if you have them inside you, when you're talking to people or you're, you're communicating to them and, and they're talking to you about your faith or, or, or your walk with God, you, you could just pull on, you know, because you don't always have a script, you know, or a cheat sheet. So, so when we talk about living faith, so uh, uh, we're going to, me and Minister Lamar, uh, we're going to be working on some things. Uh, he's going to uh, be a major part of discipleship um, because, you know, ministry stuff. All right. All right. So, so we're going to have an additional day where we do some of the other uh, foundational class. Remember the discipleship classes, uh, living faith, new birth, uh, baptism, uh, understanding the Holy Spirit, understanding the word of God. Uh, it's praise and worship, understanding praise and worship, uh, understanding, I think it was something about governments or whatever, understanding giving in God's kingdom, understanding evangelism. Uh, so, so, so in addition to the, uh, no, um, what we do, what we do for master life? Survival. survival kit. So in addition to survival kit, master life, which is what we're doing 915, uh, there'll be a separate day where we can walk through some of those foundational classes because they're important. Speaking of which, the first class is living faith for a reason. It's living faith because everything we do in the kingdom, what, Tanya, we attach our faith to it, right? Yeah, yeah so, so we attach it. So even though we do um, offering, we attach our faith. Otherwise, we just throwing around money, right? right? So without that attach of faith, we'll just routinely... You know, uh, you know, back when I was young, people throwing their quarter, their dollar, whatever, but we're not, it's, it's, we attach our faith to it. That's why we only have one offering. That's why we don't have, uh, you know, was, was, uh, <laughs> I'll say this respectfully, you know, seven different plates going around um, because basically it's a time of offering and we attach our faith to that. Well, communion, same thing. You attach your faith. If you don't attach your faith, then all you're doing is drinking juice and eating a cracker, right? Baptism, you attach your faith, and that that you guys went through, you went through this, right? That old man goes down. You remember that, you know, and it's just buried, and that new man rises. So, so it's beyond just a sprinkling; it's actually um, attaching your faith to the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, right? So everything we do, and you come to this altar and you give your life to the Lord, right? You're attaching your faith to that, and you believe that you're experiencing the indwelling, right? When you receive that Holy Spirit, you, you're attaching your faith to the infilling, right? Everything you do in the kingdom, you're attaching your faith to. So that's the living faith class. So in that class, we talk about four principles. And we talked about that in Romans 12, 3. So you, you, know, you write these four scriptures down. Romans 12, 3. Right? It says, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, Right? So everyone has a measure of faith in them. A, we could say, uh, you know, a, uh, 
almost a seed of faith, something to to pull on, to draw on, to right. And then, uh, uh, but we don't want that faith just in there, just dwelling. Similar to the Holy Spirit, you don't want them just indwelling. You want them infilling. So you don't want that. You did a great job of of, of showing the, the the germination, the involvement. And, you know, as the scripture says, first the ear, then you know the different uh, process of a seed growing, right? So, so you don't want just that measure of faith in there. You want it to, to, to come up. You want it to come up. The scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that's uh, Romans 10, 17, right? So, 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 so the more word I get, now that same measure, Tanya, that's in me, it, it, it now it starts to increase. And it starts to build up almost like flowing out of me. So when I'm squeezed, faith comes out as opposed to fear or concerns or worry or circumstances or history or what's happened or what the world is talking about or what's on the news, right? Right? And so, 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 but we don't want just the faith to come up. We want it activated, right? Right? So, so, so it's, it's, uh, uh, was it Galatians 5, 6, right? That faith worketh by love, right? Right? It's Activated by love. Anytime, you know, when, when the, the, the lady was pleading, she said, I got to take care of my daughter. Please take care of my daughter. Jesus called that great faith because it wasn't for her, Tanya. It was on behalf of someone else, right? It was love. And the, Jesus come in town, and the Bible says he came to destroy the works of the devil. So he showed up at regions. Uh, Gardenians and places like that where all the demonic activity was thick and strong. So his mission, you, you read through the Bible, he was going in there to destroy the works of the devil. That's how he ran into the boy with the demons with 2,000 uh, devils in them because that was a, 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 a stronghold, a hierarchy, right? And so, but on his way, he saw the, re the effect of all these demons in this community. Sickness and disease everywhere. But he didn't skip over the sickness and disease to get to his major goal. The Bible says he was moved with compassion. Love. And that love ignited faith to heal all manner of diseases. That's what the scripture said. It said he healed all manner of diseases. That's like him showing up in Charlotte to destroy the works of the devil in, in the city. And on his way... He sees the hospital filled, the parking lot filled. You know, when I first started uh, ministry, I had to do hospital visits. And, you know, we've gone to hospitals for years, right? But one thing stood out. I said, man, this parking lot is always full. Then I saw that scripture. I said, so you mean Jesus showed up and the hospital parking lot is empty? Just the workers' cars are in there. You know why? Because he healed all manner of diseases. Because of love, it activated his faith. Right? Now, we don't want just that faith activated in that moment. Right? Because we've had faith moments in our life, all of us, right? Where you believe for something and something manifested. Right, Trina? You, you've believed and it manifests. But when that manifests, it does something to you. It does something to your relationship with God, right? So you, you want to live in that, right? You don't want that just to be in that moment. So it's not about faith moments. It's a faith life. So that brings us to Romans 1.17. The just shall live by faith. 
You see what I'm saying? So it's not faith moments, it's a faith life. So those are four pillars of faith, right? The measure of faith, right? Bringing it up, resurrecting it through the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? Activating that faith through love, right? And living by that activated faith, right? Now, 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 that's, we got to, Saturate. So, so you see the progression. Actually, if you if you if you try to picture um, uh, Athena's uh, drawings that was being passed around, you saw stages. We just gave stages of faith. When it so starting out as just a measure, but growing into living faith that we pull on every time there's a demand placed on us. That must be much more important than what God's talking about, probably, huh? Okay, all right, so. All right, so let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get, so, so that's our foundation, right? And the scripture says in Romans 10, 8, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. That word of faith, the word of faith that you, we preach. You know, you certain, certain cultures talk about the word of faith, right? They talk about it as a, as a, as a foundation, right? All right, so you got measure, that's Romans 12, 3, right? And then the second one is you don't want to just in there, you want it to resurrect. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word cometh, cometh up, cometh up. But the more words you get, the more, so as you figure, it's almost like a well. You're pouring that word in and it brings the faith to the surface, right? Romans 10, 17, yes. And then the third one is activating the faith, and that's Galatians 5, 6, right? Okay. You got them, got them covered? And then what's the fourth one? Living, living faith, living by faith. Romans 1, 17, correct. All right, so, so and then, um, so, so again, we said uh, Romans 10, I, we can just read it real quick because it's a, uh, uh, you know, you always hear, this is the thing, what happens is every, every, I'm going to use the word denomination, so I'm going I'm to use the word denomination, uh, evolved through uh, a, a revelation or a realization, but it wasn't intended necessarily to be a, a, a label or a club or a clique, so so, you know, like if you have uh, two different types of tomato sauce, one says uh, Hunts and one says Del Monte, normally the label separates them, right? Yeah, so that's why we don't operate. We, we say we're a non-denominational church because we're not trying to separate ourselves. But, you know, uh, when I went to school, you know, you got the, uh, so you have Lutherans. Basically, Martin Luther was a solid guy in the word. And so people just coined the phrase, oh, you're a Lutheran. You know, because what Martin Luther's talking about, you believe. Now, somebody decided to turn that into a denomination and like, you ain't rolling like us Lutherans, right? And then you have Methodists. What's the root word? Method. It was the method in which they appropriated everything we're talking about right now. Well, are you Methodist? You, you, you operate on this method, right? Uh, AME, African Methodist Episcopal, right? 
So, so Episcopalian is what? Ruled by the elders. The elders, the elders, the elders. Right? You know, democracy is ruled by the people. Okay? Theocracy. Right, there you go. All right. So, so I mean, it's, in our, it's, it's, it's on our website. It's because it's we're ruled by God, right? So, so when you, so, so African American Methodist Episcopal is the people that found out the right method to, to follow God. Uh, some of them decided to make it exclusive to uh, culture or race. So, so these other guys are like, well, we want this Jesus too. We want to follow that method. AME. All right? Baptist. Kind of obvious, right? You know, so, so it's like people taking, or Pentecost, taking that time of Jubilee and turning it, in, turning it into a religion. But that wasn't the goal. Right? So, 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 so I'm saying that to say, you, you may hear the phrase coined word of faith or charismatics. Right? It's not really supposed to be us walking around in some particular denomination or religion. There's really the scripture right here, Romans 10. Right, I know I gave you a little extra. But Romans 10, 8, it says, What saith it? The word is nigh thee or near thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart. That is, look, the word of faith, the word of faith which we preach. So that's where it came from. Oh, that's a word of faith, church. Well, all word is of faith. <laughs> You see, <laughs> our word is of faith. Like, every church is supposed to be a word of faith, <laughs> right? Because we're supposed to be attaching our, our, our faith to the word. Does that make sense? All right, so, so with that in mind, um, let's go to Romans, I mean, Genesis 1. Because we're talking about faith sounds here, you know. Of course, it's a remix, but let's go to Genesis 1. So, so, so again, as you, if you go to, you know, you can go to seminary or Bible school or stuff like that, you'll hear this other phrase, it's called the law of first mention. The law of first mention. So the law of first mention, you can pretty much have an idea of what God intended when you see what he, what, what, what he originated. You, you realize after sin, people started to tweak or change or based on their skewed view, which we'll talk about now, they start clouding things. So think about right now, if we're making decisions based on where we are only, well, that's skewed because that's, that's a product of corruption. If you go by law first mentioned, that's a product of purification and holiness. You see what I'm saying? So, so I'm going to lean more on what was, what was God in, God's intent in the original pure state, not after all this corruption and compromise. I'm going to play off of that. So a lot of times when people hear holiness, righteousness, and purity, they respond based from a place of corruption. Right? Not, not, I'm saying I'm not talking about people trying to be evil. They, they just are born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Right? Does that make sense? So law first mentioned. I know what God intended before corruption. When he first initiated something. So at the beginning, this is, he just created the, everything, right? This is the beginning. He just created everything. So in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, right? 
And the earth was without form, and, and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the world. Now look here, verse 3 is, is, is God's kicking some things, and God said, let there be light, right? And he saw the light, and it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, right? Then verse 6, and God said, let there be a firmament, you know, or, or all right? And then if you drop down to verse, verse 9, God said, let the waters, uh, waters under the heaven be gathered together in one place and let the dry land appear, and it was so. Verse 11, God said, let the earth bring forth grass and herb yielding seed, as, as Athena talked about last week, and the, fruit, uh, and the fruit tree yielded fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so, right? Verse 14, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of heaven. Right? And then you drop down here to verse 20. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly uh, the moving creature that has life. So God said, God said, God said. Verse 24, God said, let the earth bring forth living, the living creature after, this, after his kind. Cattle and creeping things and beasts. Right? Verse 26, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his what? Own image, image of God created he them, male and female created he them. Now the interesting thing is, oh, oh well, we got to read here too. Verse 28, and God blessed them, and God, and God said, and God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Now what's so interesting is, God said, God said, God said, God said, and it was so. God said, and it was so. So God didn't use his hands at all. He spoke everything into, in, into existence. God spoke sound. And everything moved to create what he spoke. He spoke out faith-filled words. Faith sounds and everything has to move on faith sounds. But I think it works out the same way when you speak fear sounds. Because the Bible says in Proverbs 6, 2, you're snared by the words of your mouth. Held captive by the words of your mouth. Proverbs 18.21, it says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Right? Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Right? So, 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 does it say life and death is in the power of the tongue? But I was just playing. I was just playing. I didn't mean that. Right? It just says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So, so, you're snared by the words of your mouth. Does it say you're snared by the words of your mouth? But ah, nah, you know, you know, you know. Hey, hey, you know, I, well, I read that or I heard that on TV. Does it does it change the effect of your words because you're not paying attention to them or you may not value what's being communicated? No, your words are going to produce what's in your life. So, so the bottom line is. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man sow, that he shall reap. If we look at uh, uh, Athena's example, what Pastor Mel talked about, so if you sow word seeds of faith, you're going to get a harvest from that. But if you sow word seeds of fear, 
So when we were coming up, uh, because I, you know, I, I learned this, so you know, something will happen. Let's say wife hurt her knee or something, and, she, and this is my knee hurt. I said, "Oh, baby, you probably don't want to confess that." Well, well, and this was years ago. I was, she was like, "Well, I don't want to be in denial." But what I, what I used to say is, "What's manifested don't doesn't need your words." So right, let's say, let's say if you you hurt your knee or you hurt your neck, right? Saying it doesn't. You're only assisting it to be projected beyond that moment. It's already manifested. What's not manifested? Your healing. So what needs the help of your words? Healing. Does the pain need your help? It's already existing. So state the obvious does not help you. Right? You're magnifying what you don't want. And you're projecting it by your words into your future, which you'll be held captive by. So that's the adversary's job. You're in a situation and you believe in God. So, so you believe in God for this great breakthrough. So the adversary will try to put this picture up in front of you and go, Trina, just speak what you see. Speak what I'm showing you. The false evidence appearing real, right? Because if he gets you to say what he's showing you, you're snared by the words of your mouth. The adversary knows I can't, I can't do nothing to you. I can't stop you. But if I can get you to work against yourself, then I win, so I'm going to go, hey, speak this, speak this, speak this. Think about those symptoms. Think about those symptoms. Think about those symptoms. Think, think about the last time you, you trusted them. They ain't come through. I need you to say that. Don't say what you want. Say what you see. Right? And as soon as you open your mouth to say it, he takes down the set, and he goes up, puts the set up, in front of Zamir, Zamir, say this, say this, say this. And once he says it, he goes, takes down the set, and he comes over to Venetia. Say this, say this. He comes over to Chris, say this. He's trying to get you to say what he wants you to see. See, he wants you to believe that, hey, you'll never play for them. You kidding me? Who even knows you? Say that, say that, say that. See, because if you don't believe it, you'll act accordingly. You'll sell out. You'll take temporary bribes, temporary times. Why, why, why do we fall for like lust and stuff like that? Because we believe, well, I might as well enjoy myself now. It's not like I have anything to look forward to. But if you knew what was at stake, would you compromise? Would you sell out? If you knew that each time, I, I saw this movie years ago, this young lady, uh, she ran track. And she would come to the line. And but she 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 was just way way before it was time to run, and everybody lining up. And in her head, you would hear rhythm. This young lady actually she she looked exactly like Latina, had the same cut and everything. And she'd come to the line like this, and she would, and then she would get that rhythm, and she'd just be like like in the whole world, like there's no music playing. And when they shot that gun, bam, she would blow everybody away. Well, some time goes by, and and. These young men are trying to talk to her, trying to get with her, right? And she decides to open herself up for the relationship. Well, when she opened herself up from the relationship, now it was like kryptonite. She couldn't hear that rhythm no more. She wasn't blown by everybody, right? She, she, she lost the ability to, because she opened herself up for something that compromised her sound, 
See, we have faith sounds until we open ourselves up to things that douse that ability to hear and see what God's trying to show us, right? All right, so keep that in mind. Because if you believe, you act accordingly. Something I used to tell my son, my son used to, when, when he knew he had a, a game, a tryout, or something, that dude used to be on it. Then it was, it was, then it was nothing there, but it was something there. But it seemed like it was nothing there, he wouldn't work. So he wasn't preparing for a situation that hasn't existed yet. He wasn't preparing for a situation that hasn't existed yet. So if tomorrow somebody walks up to you and says, hey, well, I have this scholarship for you, but I need you to, I need you to work out. I need, I need you to just go through some tests. Almost as if uh, you know, I went to uh, Nate Clemens Pro Day when he was at Ohio State. Blew the Pro Day away. Actually, was his top draft choice because of pro day. But when you, well, hopefully we'll hear it this weekend when he talks. You know why? He prepared for pro day. He's, he, 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 had, he had somebody working on his, his, his time, his speed, and stuff like that. So, so total domination, total domination, lifting, leaping, uh, and running, everything. Just total domination. And I remember I was there. I mean, I. I know him more than I know him now. I just, you know, I had access, so I was watching. And so, are you preparing yourself for a situation that hasn't exist? I guarantee you will if you have faith sounds around you all the time. Right? Right? Okay, all right. So keep that in mind. All right, so here you hear God spoke things into existence, and he made us in his image and after his likeness. Well, if all we had, so, 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 so Todd, think about this for a second. If all we had, we didn't have the whole Bible. So our measure for living this life, all we got is Genesis 1. That's the only, that's the only chapter we got, Genesis 1, to determine who we are in God and how we're supposed to operate in God. So all we got is God said, and he made us in our image after his likeness. God spoke sounds into existence by faith and things manifested. So that's who, we'll be, who we are. Realistically, where we have the entire Bible, but what's really is, is what we should supposed to be playing off is our foundation. You know what our foundation is? Genesis chapter 1. That's who we are. That's who we are, Minister Lamar. When a demand is placed on us, look, look, God stepped out after Satan was kicked down here and created darkness and void. He stepped out, saw darkness. Read the Bible. He never said, man, it's, it's awfully dark. Man is void. Man. No. Then his next words was, let there be light. So when a demand was placed on him of what he did not want, he didn't magnify the obvious. He spoke what he desired. Faith sounds. Right? We're in a situation where he's believing for a house. And um, so my wife was like, well, babe, you know, let's just see what we can do. And I'm like, how credit shot? We ain't getting no house. No, that was fear sounds, right? I said, God, we can go check it out. I said, you know, so they can tell you ain't getting the house. They said, well, I've seen worse. Um, I was like, seen worse? Like, you messed up my whole group. I'm trying to convince her to just, you know, discipline herself to pay off all these bills first. 
And uh, sure enough, that, the lady said we could do it. So we find a house. Um, I drove by that house every day. And then we, we drove by the days that we were together and just spoke. We believe we receive it in Jesus' name. So then we, uh, we moved our son to the school ahead of time. Because he, actually, we was targeting the house because, son, just remember this. He wanted to play for a suburban school. So we targeted the house. We, we, uh, we moved him to the school. Why? I bring my faith. And so he's on the team, balling. Coach comes up to him and says, uh, young man, uh, we're going to have to, uh, uh, we can't dress you. Because officially, you don't live in this city. Will You can play when your parents get the house. So that's even more pressure. To, and, and, so what's the son's first thought? Man, y'all got me up now. Now we we trying to get you where you want to go, but but he young, he young. So he's like, man, I could be balling. You know, let's go back to where we were before. That that's the thought. So so I got him, and then I got my wife over here because that's her baby. So she's like, well, baby, you know, maybe we should think this thing through. You know, he's not playing. Uh, so I'm like, you guys are not letting up on the pressure, but. Believe we receive it in Jesus' name. Believe we receive it in Jesus' name. Believe we receive it in Jesus' name. We kept speaking faith-filled words. Now, we eventually got the house and he played for the team, but, but what are you doing when it looks insurmountable? See, because I would say, saying, yeah, you know, you say you have faith. We'll see. He tested Jesus. What did Jesus do? Speak the word. It is written. It is written. It is written. When you're tested, what are you saying? What the circumstances say? What the news says? Or what the word says? What's the first thing to come out of your mouth? All right, just keep that in mind, right? All right, so words are sounds resting in a place of recognition. Words are sounds that rest in a place of recognition. To draw us into understanding. Words are sounds that rest in a place of recognition that draw us into understanding. That understanding or that comprehension or that agreement is the pitch, the harmony, the melody. They, they, they all communicate the message, right? It's a counsel, it's an inspiration. So, so faith words they, they draw us into a resting place where we recognize and understand what God is trying to show us. Right? That's just, you know, your, your, your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. Right? We talked about that on uh, Sunday. Right? So, so, so the word or, or faith sounds supposed to draw on the people of God. The scripture talks about stirring up your gifts. You know, Jeremiah says, uh, this is like fire shut up in my bones, right? It's supposed to draw on you. So, so you think about it, that's why the adversary tries to keep you divert, uh, uh, diverted or distracted from the word. Because it's going to draw on that faith in you. And it's going to merge that faith together. And when the demand is placed on you, you're going to speak faith-filled words. As opposed to fear-filled words. Now, Job said in Job chapter 3, verse 25, it says, uh, the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. Right? Now, he didn't say the thing that I greatly faithed. 
He said, the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. So what, what, what happened was the adversary uh, deceived him into using his ability to have faith sounds to speak out fear sounds. And he focused on the worst case scenario so much, that's what he spoke. Even when he gave offerings, if you read through the story of Job, Job was blessed. But his kids start tripping, so now instead of him giving offerings out of love, he was giving offerings out of fear. He, so he was trying not to lose something. So he was sowing from a place of fear, not faith. And he said, the thing that I greatly feared has come, greatly feared. That's man building and building and building. I'm consuming more of the concerns than I am with what God says. I'm meditating on what they say day and night instead of what God says day and night. Meditate on the word day and night. Do all that's written therein. Then shall you make your way prosperous. Then shall you have good success. Romans uh, 1.8. Now the interesting thing, if that's the only scripture, Jamal, in the Bible. Joshua 1.8. <laughs> if that's the only scripture in the Bible, meditate on the word. Then I do all that's written therein, right? Then shall you make your way prosperous. Then shall you have good success. We want to be prosperous and successful. I don't care if we're Christian or not. Are we meditating on the word day and night? If that's the only scripture, Tanya, we got. How do you, I mean, most people want to be somebody that you know, right? Yeah. They prosperous and successful, right? Right? So, if that's the only scripture, what are we saying? Like, uh, when I met my wife, she was like, uh, I don't know, too good to be true. Is he really like that? Are we reading that scripture, uh, thinking it's too good to be true? Like, like what? I mean, what do you think, man? We, you know, we've been around here for a minute. We, what? I mean, it's, the scripture's giving us the information. So if I told you how to make a million dollars, and I say, all you got to do is to follow this script. Would you, man, come on, Keith, you tripping, man, you tripping. Or would you try to find a script? Because we're following scripts. Somebody tell you how, what's the way to use social media to, to, to get paid? Or a matter of fact, you're, you're in finance, right? Right? You do finance, you consult and stuff for finance, right? Right? So you, so you were trained, right? So they gave you a script. So if, you, if, if you're going to consult me with finance, you're going to play off of that script, right? So, but why would you play off of that script? That means you believe it, don't you? You believe it'll work. Otherwise, you're going to pull me into giving me advice on something you don't believe? So you're going to actually sit me down, have a session with me, and give me information you don't believe. So you're actually giving me information based on what? Your belief in that information. And you believe it, why? Oh, 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 class help. Why do you believe that information? Proving to help who? You? <laughs> the client. Before you gave it to him. Huh? Listen, man. Before you gave it to him, you were trained. They gave you information. Something about that information. Uh, made you rest in, oh man, man, this could work. I believe this can work. It just makes sense. 
right? Oh, I got it now. I see what my issue was. My financial challenges. And I'm going to help other people, youth and everyone else, to gain more literacy financially. Right? But you're still doing it by faith because <laughs> you don't got millions yet, right? Right? Right, stored up in the heavenly realm. Well, right now, look, we ain't talking about the heavenly realm right now. We talking about what you were trained at. And they ain't say nothing about the heaven realm. Right? They just said, you follow these principles, and you, hey, listen, and you got that information, and you're like, hey, hope, I can help you with this financially. Based on the belief that I can help you as I'm, as I'm growing and even what I'm about to teach you. Is that correct? Now, we don't operate in the kingdom that way, though, Trina. Well, I don't want to say nothing, you know, because I, you know, I'm not walking on water. Who am I to judge? But we're judging people's finances. We don't have no problem with helping people with their finances. Helping people with the job. Right? You don't own a company, but you still helping people with that job, ain't you? As you're elevating yourself in the company. But only in the kingdom. We got to have arrived before we even make a move. Because you're actually using faith to believe this information. So what I'm saying, how come we can't do that with Romans, with, with James, uh, John, Joshua? All the, all the disciples and everybody else in the kingdom. <laughs> How can we do that with Joshua 1 8? That has more of a guarantee than the training you got. Matter of fact, I can bet. <laughs> Woo! Like, I can bet right now we could, we could take two paths. You know how they do the little test, whatever you test them, you know, you, you know, they test, uh, we've, uh, you know, they'd be crashing all the cars and stuff, but we can test it out. Uh, we, this person over here, we injected with Joshua 1.8. <laughs> this person over here, we injected with uh, uh, the, the principles of how to develop wealth fast, easy, um, with the system of, of stocks, bonds, and whatever. Interesting enough, this person over here that we injected with Joshua 1.8 seems to have prospered at a rapid rate. <laughs> This person over here seems like they go up and down, all around, this, that, and the other. But the Joshua 1 person is still rolling. See, 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 that's what I'm saying. What are we doing? Now, now, the interesting thing is, I ain't just saying that as a theorist. I done tested Joshua 1 8. Not just faith. I also just said it on fact. That stuff be working. <laughs> Trainer, don't it? Yeah, it works. Ta. Just wait. See, faith. Look, look. And guess what? Listen that look look at how you got tickled and moved. Because the sound of faith in the atmosphere told you, oh yeah, man. I need I need to uh hey, 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 do they sell that Joshua when they bought a case? I need to get some of that, man. 
No, no, but, but we'll get all time. Listen, every little thing we come out, we get. Ah, oh, see, here we go, here we go. Ah, 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 ah. Right. So think about it. I just told you, do they sell Joshua when they buy the case? So we're processing and we're thinking through whether or not we should take on, drink some Joshua 1 8. But we ain't doing that with CD, CB, what is it, CB, what is it? CBD? We walking around, look, listen, why do they have a CBD? Uh, I said it right, right? CBD? There's CBD uh, station, I'm just calling them station, I was about to say stores, station everywhere. You can go get a video and, and they sell you CBD. One ain't got nothing to do with the other, <laughs> right? You know, everywhere you go. Matter of fact, somebody just said, hey, 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 there, there, there's a, 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 thousand, a, a thousand square foot uh, room next to another store that's vacant. I'm going to put my CBD in there. All over the place. And we run, why are they doing that? Because people are buying it. Why are they buying it? They believe it. So, you, you test these people over here. You got the with CBD. CBD folk, they getting injected with CBD. Right? Right? These are people over here being uh, injected with Galatians 3.13. It's a new, it's, it's, it's a new, it's a new uh, formula. It's Galatians 3.13. You've been redeemed from the curse, curse of the law, poverty, sickness, and death. Well, I don't know. These people over here uh, that's, that's been injected with the Galatians 3.13 seem that they're recovering rapidly. The people with the CBD, it seems like they've, in their mind, they've told themselves they're recovering, but they're still dependent on the CBD. <laughs> I, I, this, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not before or against CBD, but I'm saying, you notice how when something come up, we jump on it and attach our faith to it did you travel down the road of who created it? Did was you watch it in the lab? Matter of fact, CBD probably does what it says it does. How do you know what you're getting in CBD? You could just be getting oil. At this point, it's sweet. I could just I could just put CBD on it. These people don't know. You know, they gave a, a, a gentleman um, some medication. He was on some medication and he, he was trying to get him to heal. And then they gave another person, so they came back and said, you know, sir, your, your prescription doesn't seem to be working, so we're going to give you a new prescription. This is powerful. I'm telling you right now, this will heal you. Now, he spoke this to the person, created sound. The person had faith for it based on what they heard, and they was like, okay, okay, I heal. So he's talking to people, he's running the air, air man, I got this new prescription. Man, this stuff is working, man. This stuff is working, man. I feel, oh, man, I feel better, man. I, I, yeah, I got a little bounce in my step, man, you know. He said, hey, man, hey, you know, then, then they ran out. So he go to the, the doctor. He says, hey, sir, uh, I just need some more of that super powerful uh, medication. He's like, uh, what are you talking about? He said, no, the super powerful medication that you gave me, man. I run out, man. I was feeling good. Now I'm kind of sweating. I'm feeling kind of depressed, man. I'm, I just, I was, I, my pain is kicking back in. He said, what are you talking about? He said, no, remember the super pills? He said, there was nothing in it. Placebo. There was nothing in it. He said, no, you were doing well because you believed. It had nothing to do with the pills. 
can't, you see what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're so big. The, the culture is designed for your, 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 the, the busyness of your schedule because you're too busy to pay attention. So it just feeds your stuff, and you don't, you don't have time to really bet it. You just roll with it. That's why we have to play off of the word. And faith sounds, all right? So this is the, this, the word, or faith sounds, draws people to God. People desire to hopefully please God. Look, look, look. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because God is saying, I, 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 look, listen, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Genesis 1, 1. Genesis 2, 1, and God was finished with the heavens and the earth and all the host of them. I'm done. I'm finished. And so he placed something in this earth realm. He gave us this measure of faith for us to use. And he says, you have everything you need. If a demand is placed on you, you have the ability to, if, if you're sick, you can be healed. If, you, if, if you're struggling to, uh, for provision, uh, you can place a demand. Because I have all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And I told you to pray for it to be on earth as it is in heaven. But you got to attach your faith to that, right? He says, so, so you, got, you cover. Whatever you need, you cover. I've redeemed you from the curse of the law. Poverty, sickness, and death. You, you redeem, you're rich, you're healed, and you're eternally alive. What else do you need? Hey, I told you, take no thought for what you're going to eat or, or, or drink or wear. I, I, I take no thought. That means don't worry for, as is Matthew chapter 6. He says, he says, store up treasures. You just said it, treasures in heaven, right? You, you try to weave that in. I heard you. Right? <laughs> right? Right? So he's saying, I saw, he said, don't worry for those things. Don't allow yourself to greatly fear for those things. Right? I know what you have need of. He said, then he broke it down in, Gen in Matthew 6, 31. He says, the Gentiles seek after these things. The riches. If you go in Isaiah 60, Isaiah 60, 61, you'll see all the things the Gentiles seek after. There was merchants and, and they, they, they sought riches. He says, the Gentiles seek after these things. He says, guess what? I know you have need of these things. You're in the earth realm. That's why I've given you, is it first, first, uh, it'll come to me, but it's, I know it's verse 17. I've given you richly all things to enjoy. I know the verse is 17. I, I, first Timothy 6, 17, I believe. Yeah, first Timothy 6, 17. I've given you richly all things to enjoy. He says, so I know you have all need of all these things. He said, look, 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 but seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness and all these things that the Gentiles must seeking after will be added unto you. I designed you to attract things, not chase them. Not worry for them. Right? Not let it affect your faith sounds, right? Does that make sense? And so 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 again, we have to please God with this faith. Faith is saying what God says. Faith sounds. Faith is saying what God says, not what the world says. Faith sounds is saying what God says. But we can't say what God says if we're not in God's word. Meditate on the word day and night, do all this, then say you make your way prosperous, then say you have good success. Look, Look, this is the confidence that we have in him. If we pray anything according to in harmony with his faith words, faith sounds, right? He hears us 
Because God responds to faith sounds. It's in harmony with his will. And we can have the petitions that we desire. But you, you know, you have a, you are, uh, so, 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 again, I played on teams, I played in sports, um, or, or I've been a part of management. I've always been a part of teams in my life, so I know how to flow with people. But the interesting thing is, every team, everybody didn't had the same person, everybody didn't have the same personality. Different cultures, different personalities, you know, they float, you know, everybody just flowed different, but you, we got to win together, though. So no matter what, our goal is to win together, so we got to be saying the same thing. And, and I remember my pet peeve coming up was when a person would get caught up, let's say this guy stopped talking trash to him, and he's talking trash to the person. And I used to you know, call time out. I was like, listen, don't lead the team. He said, what are you talking about? I said, when you start engaging him, when we showed up, we didn't go, hey, where is Jimmy so we can all curse Jimmy out and let Jimmy know we better than him? No, we showed up to win. You done changed the agenda. Right? I said, so we got to be saying the same thing. You know, it was a game on the line. We go into overtime. We used to come in the huddle. I was, I was playing the program. We like, oh, we got this. We're all saying the same sounds. Face sound. We got this. We was like, this is what we do. Like, like it, it was like, they ain't been here before, but we live here. That's how Christians, how we supposed to be wrong. Oh, they ain't seen this, but we live here. Faith sounds. See, so we allow things in our atmosphere that's still in our ability for faith. And we don't speak anything to the atmosphere to counteract it. See, when God saw darkness and void, he spoke light. When you're in a dark environment, yeah, I, I get the, man, well, you know, well, I don't want to judge nobody. This and that. You don't have to judge nobody. Guess what? They have no problem with being who they are in your environment. How come you have a problem with being who you are in there? So I have a friend, uh, you appreciate this, Jay. I'll just say Jay, you know who it is. So uh, he has the opportunity to run the Olympics, Olympic trials. So, so he went to a smaller school than some of the other people. So, you know, you run and you got lanes. Everybody got lanes. So I, I never knew this because, you know, I... I I, I didn't run track, so I, I know how it is with, you know, football, basketball, how, how when people are really are afraid of you, they try to punk you. Well, if you think about it, if I try to punk you, we're not in the boxing ring. We're on the football field. So I just told you I was scared of you because if I was better than you, I'd just use my game, right? <laughs> but the fact that I want to fight, I want to change <laughs> the whole flow, that means I'm scared of you, Right? So, so, you know, you, you, you're in these environments and, and, and you got, you, you're supposed to harmonize, you're supposed to flow together, and somebody said something crazy. And, I was, and it would change our whole environment. So we, we playing, we're playing in the, um, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I was on track, I'll go back to the other thing. So the guy comes out and he's, he's ready to run, he's stretching. So everybody had their lanes. You got lane one, two, three, four, five. He's in lane, let's say five. And he's stressing. So some of the other guys, that's the veterans, they come in his lane and start stretching. Like he ain't there. See, they were trying to change the atmosphere right away. They wanted him almost like you're insignificant. And he said it started getting in his head. Now they <laughs> he's like, like why are they why are they stretching in my lane? 
where they were trying to get in his head before the thing started. So then he started telling himself, speaking sounds in his mind that he wasn't as good as them. They don't value me. They don't respect me as opposed to, okay, y'all in my lane now, but before it's all over, you won't even be at the next event once I blow you away. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, like he, he started speaking in his mind. Because me and Pastor Mel always tell people, get out their head. Because you, like, okay, so let's say right now you have an opportunity coming up. And you, you, don't, you don't have the opportunity, but you don't know. You don't know if you're not going to get it or if you don't know if you're going to get it, right? You got both options. You can either get the opportunity, right, or not. You can get the team or not, right? So let's say you say, well, man, they probably don't want me. You don't know that, do you? But you just use your faith to tell yourself that they don't want you when you don't even know. You can use that same faith to go, I'm about to play for them. Like when I went to college, I just said, I'm going to college. I told my friends I'm going to college, and I'm going to walk onto the team. I ain't know none of this stuff we're talking about now. I just wanted to play that bad. <laughs> you know, I got tired. Got seasons, you know, seasons be going by. September was all dark because I wasn't on the team. You know, so I got tired. So I was like, I'm going to play. And that's what I did. I went to college. And I played on the team. When I got to college, the coach, you probably don't remember this coach, uh, the coach was playing. And I, was, I scouted. I told my boy, I said, well, I'm going to figure out who the coach is. I'm going to play against him. And he's going to ask me to play for the team. That's exactly what happened. I ain't know what I'm talking about now. But that's exactly what happened. I found out who the coach was. I played against him. Well, when we finished playing, he asked me to play for, try for the team. Then I'm on it. I'm trying out for the, the, the varsity, and there was a two-day trial. For years, always a two-day trial. After two days, the coach goes to me, I need another day. No, 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 this is something I've been believing for my whole life. He said, I need, I need another day. Come on, man. Like, I got through the two days. I did well. He's like, I need another day. So now I still have to perform. I'm constantly under pressure. That day goes by, I need another day. That day goes by, he's sick the next day. That day goes by, comes back another day, I need another day. I, it, everything in me was like, is this dude waiting for me to mess up? But I was like, I, I ain't messing up. This is what I told myself. I ain't messing up and I'm not missing. I'm going to be on this team. See, faith sounds. Not just what you hear outside, what are you hearing inside? What do you hear? Think on these things things that are lovely, things that are pure, things that are just. And right after, before it said, think on these things, what did it say? Be careful for nothing. That was, uh, think on these things is what? Philippians uh, 4 8, right? Thing on these things, I think, is Philippians 4 8, Philippians 4 7, I think, is the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. Philippians 4 6 is be careful, worry for nothing. Right? Don't allow fear sounds to swirl in your mind for nothing. Don't allow fear sounds to swirl in, cast down all imagination, every high thing, exalt itself against the knowledge of God, bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ Jesus. You know what obedient thoughts are? Faith sounds. Obedient thoughts are faith sounds. So any thought that creeps up in your mind that's fearful and worryful. Now I did a teaching on the sucker for sin. You know, worrying uh, is, is a sin, right? 
Y'all go back and go get the teaching. We don't have time for it today. Right? You know, fear is a sin, right? And th- now that's not my opinion. That's what the Bible says. I, I'm not, you know, uh, if you go back and look at Sucker for Sin, it has all those things. So when you allow yourself, it makes sense. Separation from God. You can only separate from God if you work. After they sinned, what did they do? They got into fear and they hid themselves. They separated from God. You see what I'm saying? So faith sounds keeps us connected to God and keeps us pleasing God. Uh, uh, Romans 10, 17 that I gave you, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. The message says this, before you can trust, you have to listen. Before you can trust, you have to listen. But unless Christ's word is preached, there is nothing to listen to. So then faith comes by hearing, listening to what is told, expressed by faith, and hearing. Alright, so this is, this is what God gave me definition for hearing. Understanding what's listened to or absorbing to a point of comprehension and being moved to execute. So you understand to a point where you can absorb it and being moved to execute. So what we're d- dealing with in our society is we, you know, so they got all these different little things they say are, are terrorist stuff like anthrax or whatever, right? No, 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 no. What the adversary's been doing is how he's been terrorizing us. He's been trying to pump fearful words in us for years. Then if that doesn't work, what he tries to do is distract us. Keep us so busy, we don't have time for God's words. Then, he, then the next thing he tries to do is train us not to be attentive. Even though the scripture says watch and pray, that you enter not into temptation, stay alert. If you think about very few of us are alert. And then now society has this thing where they pacify your a lack of alertness or attentiveness. So they called, you have a low attention span. So what I'm going to do is customize everything I say so you'll be comfortable with staying at that low attention span. But I told you guys years ago over in China, 500 kids had a perfect score on the SAT. 500. You know why? Because they wasn't okay with you have a short short attention span. We have to develop your attention span. They wasn't doing nothing special. That's been going on since way back when I was a kid. I wasn't allowed to not have a, 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 a short attention span. I was stimulated. I was challenged. Nobody said, like now, oh, well, you know, baby can't really read, but you know, you know, we just give them hooked on phonics or something. Like, like no, back then it was, it, you were challenged, you were, that was looked at as you're, you're young and you're a child, that's where you're supposed to be. It is my job to get you to where you're functional. Functional is attentiveness, the ability to listen. Because if you can't hear, you can't see. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna. That's not my. I'm gonna go to Job 42. Don't take my word for it. It's in the book. So I say, watch and pray. Watch that you enter not into temptation. Opposite of that would be, uh, don't pay no attention to it, and pray when you feel like it. It's not that important. So Job 42, verse 5. 
says this. It says, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, right? I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear. Look, look, right after the colon, but now my eye seeth thee. Job said, I heard to a point of seeing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more I hear, the more I see. The entrance of the word bring of light gives understanding to the simple. What it does is the more words you get, the more you hear, the more you absorb, it in, you, you see. This, uh, as a young man that was uh, going here a while ago, and I challenged, I had everybody read chapters. You know, there's a certain amount of chapters and build on them every quarter. And so he called me one day. He says, oh, my God. He says, man, it seems like I can see everything. I understand everything. It's the word. But we walk around, we ain't listening at times. And then if somebody goes, hey, so, so, uh, remember I told you such and such. You ain't telling me that. You ain't listening. But you ain't going to say, man, I wasn't paying attention. Because that'll challenge you to pay attention. Like when Pastor Mel talked about lying. Right? She said she had to tell us, I just lied to you. <laughs> but that's, she stopped lying by taking ownership. Okay, let's stop for a second. I just want to let you know I lied to you. Right? She starts taking ownership. I think we need to take ownership of our attentiveness. We, we ain't really listening. As if what's being communicated has no value. And then later on, we need the information that was communicated, but we weren't listening. We've had people challenge us on, well, I think y'all need to teach such and such. And I'm looking like, am I in the twilight zone? Hey. Okay. Then I'm second guessing myself. I was like, I thought I taught that. Didn't I teach that? I, I explained that. I thought I explained. Then I'll go back, go through every. Th ask my wife. I'll go back. I'll go through everything. Like, I know I taught that. It's right there. <laughs> and I taught it more on more than one occasion, right? But it, some, sometimes people aren't present. But I'm talking about. I'm not talking about physically. Sometimes people aren't present in the present. They ain't listening. And, and, and it's a pride. It's almost like I'm in the room, but I don't have to watch and pray. I don't have to be attentive to his word. Scripture says, give attention to reading. The scripture says, when you come into the house, what does it have? It was Ecclesiastes? Yeah, you come into the house, have a ready mind? But we come in, we're all over the place. And we think it's okay. And then God is placing a demand on you to do something, but you weren't listening. He gave you all the information. God doesn't waste words. Now, I was challenging them, but if the doors are open and God is speaking, what else is important? You tell me. I don't care what it is. What else is important? But we're casual with the word. Years ago, you have these musicians, you know, they, they, you know, they're doing their thing, you know, and, uh, you know, because they're sweet. Some of them are really sweet, you know, and they, you know, doing their thing, you know, praise and worship going on. Praise and worship is over, they're out. Because the words weren't important. Or while the words going forth, it's like, just let me know when it's back to my time to play. No, 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 no. God's talking. Faith sounds are in the atmosphere. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. 
it's, it's trying to get you to something in your life. Listen, so, so power can move. Right? We talked about your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God, right? But what did Paul say before that? My preaching and my teaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. With, he's saying my preaching and my teaching was in demonstration of power. What he's saying is there was faith sounds being communicated from God that was going to trigger manifestation. That's why, that's the difference. We got a lot of people that know scripture. You got, you got people that teach that Bible cover for cover. And no power will show up. Last scripture and we out. Hebrews 6. You want this one. It's Hebrews 4. I'm sorry. It's Hebrews 4. Hebrews 6 is good too. Hebrews 6, 12 is good. But let's, we'll do that maybe next week. Hebrews 4. Verse 2. It says, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. So that's, you, got, you got two people sitting in the Word, and, and they both have an opportunity to hear the Word, right? It says, as well as them, it says, but the Word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So you got, everybody could be in this building, and the Word could be going forth. Some people will profit from it, and some people won't. He just said it. He says, the gospel was preached unto us as well as unto them, but it didn't profit them. Because they didn't mix faith with it. So you, it's not just getting scripture. It's not just coming to church. Plenty of people come to church. There's no guarantee because you come to church you get scripture. You're going to receive manifestation. The scripture just said that. You have to mix in that faith. It has to be faith sounds. Not just words. Not just uh, 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 religious uh, doctrine and jargon. It has to... Everything God is doing is trying to manifest some things. Like, how do you feel about your children? Your children. You want things to happen, and you know, I know how the, the moms are right now, right? Whatever the situation right now, if it's just you want them to either to do something or you want them to have something or be something, you're relieved if it happens now, right? It don't always happen that way, but that's, that's what you want, right? Well, what do you think God wants? Hebrews eleven one now faith. Like God doesn't need delay, so He's hoping that we are attentive enough to operate in the faith to manifest some things. You know what God is saying? Hey, hey, come down off that ride. No, no, come down off that roller coaster. You don't need to be up there. Come on, come on down. Did you get it? Because we went like this, man. We, 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 we don't need to be, be like that. And the thing is like, if I never teach this, if I never even showed up today, right? Like it's not, I'm not, it's not self-service here. It's not like if you get this, I get a kickback or something. This ain't multi-level marketing. You know what I'm saying? It's, th this is for you. But it's something in that, and, I, and I'm going to tell you what it is. It's something in us that, that rejects God's truth. Right? 
you know, like that, that, that you know, because you're born in similar shape and inequity. Just like I was saying, I don't know where the little kid is, but, but you know, you don't have to teach kids how to say no, right? Or to rebel, right? So it's that rebellious state in us that says, I'm going to do it my way. Then every time I see you, you should be smiling and happy. Because you know what you're doing it? You're doing it your way. There should, you should never be sad because you're getting the results of doing it your way. If you're not getting the results, do it God's way. Something in our mind is, 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 is uh, um, holding us. It's, it's uh, binding us up. It's, it's restricting us from breaking through to seeing what God wants us to do. Like our default is rejecting the very thing that we say and we want. I have somebody call me and like, so, um, could you help me with such and such? And I'm like, well, you saying you don't want what I've been offering, but you're asking me to give to you from the results of what you said you don't want. Listen to what I just said. You're saying, I don't need all that. It don't take all that. No problem. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not being, you know, I'm not dogging nobody else. Okay, let's, let's, let's just agree. You don't. But now you're asking me to give from you what I've pulled from what you said you didn't want. So which one is it? Because when you say you don't want what I'm offering, you don't get none of it. Just like when you say you want what you're compromising with, you don't just get that, you get all of it. You get the kryptonite. You get the missed opportunities. You get the loss of favor. You get cloaked and people, people can't see you. You get forgotten about. All that comes along with the package of your compromise. You show up for the interview and they're like, listen, I, I worked in human resources. I've been in management. I've interviewed people. Like, some people walk in the room, you're like, I got to have that person. They ain't even open their mouth. Some people walk in the room, it's like, they ain't serious about their taking care of themselves, so I know they ain't going to be serious about the job. You want certain people in your atmosphere. There's some people like, nah, we don't really want that person on the team. We're going to spend all our time trying to get them to just be focused, to get serious, to be disciplined, to stop making excuses. This person right here is low maintenance. So some people, when you walk in the door, some people just have automatic favor. People just want to do something for them. Some people, automatically, you're not even noticed. You know where that comes from? What's in you? They, like, I've, I've been afforded some favor. It wasn't me. Listen, Keith Bradley ain't getting favor from nobody. Not that kid from Newark. I'm telling you, I've seen that dude get rejected many a days. Ignored, pretended like he wasn't in the room. But I'm cheating, man. I jumped into a, a Christ suit, and I get all this favor. But, but I'm not getting the favor. 
<laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's not really me. <laughs> like, I'm benefiting from it, but it's not me. People get around and go, I don't know, I just heard everything in me. Just, I just heard that I need to give you the job. Faith sounds just bled inside of them, and they were moved to give me an opportunity that I didn't even deserve. Faith sounds move people. Uh, you said it, right? You said we're, uh, so we're mostly water, and frequency moves water. Sound moves us. What do you think faith sounds do? It moves you to manifest what the faith is trying to push. What do you think fear sounds do? We got to shift ourselves. Put ourselves in a position. Um, are we done?